0: Incident at Stranivar, by Gordon René. A good ship, the Macarius. Not the fastest ship in the Gothic sector, nor the most powerful, but a good ship nevertheless. The words of Admiral Hassan ran through the mind of Leoton Semper as he stepped for the first time onto the command deck of the Macarius. Present salute, bellowed a human bosun. Captain on deck! Semper paused, savouring the moment. Captain on deck. How many times had he himself snapped to attention at those words, first as a young cadet officer, and latterly as flag lieutenant to Admiral Hassan, aboard the squadron flagship Tsar Nevsky? The officers and crew of the command deck stood to attention all around him, the low lighting of the command deck reflecting dimly off the shining buttons and gold braiding of their dress uniforms, Only the half-human, half-mechanical servitors, hardwired into the electronic pulse of the ship's operating systems, did not acknowledge the presence on deck of the Macarius's new captain. At ease, Semper ordered, returning the salute of an aristocratic-looking young officer who stepped smartly forward to meet him. Captain Semper, First Officer Hito Elante reporting, sir. Welcome aboard. Vessel and crew awaiting your orders. Status. Semper asked, noting with surprise the characteristic clipped tone of the necromundian upper-hive nobility in the accent of his new second-in-command. We have completed our maintenance checks and restock of munitions and supplies three days ahead of schedule, reported the young officer, with more than a hint of pride. We are on space dock stand-down orders, awaiting the rest of the squadron's final resupplying. All senior officers are aboard, with the exception of Commissar Kyogen, whose shuttle has been delayed by an ion storm on Stranova. No Commissar watching to keep an eye on me, thought Semper, staring out at the eerily hypnotic cloud patterns of the planet that dominated the scene through the command deck's arced viewing ports. For the first, and probably last time, I really am master of my own ship. I should take full advantage of this opportunity while I still have it. He turned to the waiting first officer, issuing his first captain's order. All crew to duty stations, Mr. Ulante. Power-up engines and weapon systems. Let's take her out and see what damage a few weeks in space dock has done to us. Officers and crew scurried to carry out his orders. Semper stood on the bridge of the command deck, feeling the comforting rumble from deep within the bowels of the ship as powerful plasma reactors flared into life. He closed his eyes, imagining the frantic activity now happening below decks. Petty officers storming through crowded crew quarters, screaming orders and lashing out at any crewman, not moving fast enough to get to his station. Sweating gunnery crews rolling to load the huge macro shells hoisted up by the elevator from the ship's arsenal. Tech priests and engineering officers intoning the proper rites of protection as they monitored the enormous energy levels now flowing through the awakening ship's power systems. Maneuvering thrusters activated. Umbilicus disengaged. We are now leaving space dock, reported Ulante. As Semper felt the lurch of the cruiser sliding away from its orbital berth. Glancing through the port viewing bay, he could see the familiar shape of the Nevsky still cradled in the latticework of its own space dock. Even from this distance, about 50 kilometres, Semper estimated with a practised spaceman's eye, the venerable old battleship looked enormous, and the swarm of maintenance ships and supply shuttles buzzing about the spires of its superstructure only added to the impression of a bloated insect queen being fed and pampered by minion drones. Beyond, he could see a long series of other space docks and orbital defence platforms, the home base of Battle Group Stranivar, strung out like a long necklace of pearls around the world and its triple moons. Semper frowned, noticing how many of the space docks were still occupied. We should have more ships out on patrol, he thought. Signal from the Nevsky, sir, relayed a communications officer. Attention, Macarius. You are in breach of orders. You are either a traitor trying to steal one of the Emperor's warships or another hotshot captain keen to earn his spurs. Semper smiled recognising the distinctive humour of his old mentor. Despite their differences, Hassan had not hesitated to recommend him for the captaincy of the Macarius. "'Captain!' Semper turned, at the urgent tone in the voice of one of his tech officers. "'Surveyors have detected multiple incoming engine signatures. We have unauthorised vessels within strike range of Stramovar!' "'It's an attack!' bellowed Semper, seeing the starfield ahead of the Macarius, "'pinpricked with the flares of rapidly-closing plasma engines. "'Void shields to maximum! "'Go to battle station! Stranovar base is under attack!' "'At his signal, the communications officer opened up an internal comms channel. "'Captain, to all gunnery decks, target of opportunity fire. "'If it doesn't carry an eagle emblem, vaporize it!' "'Emperor's oath. "'There's so many of them, and they've caught us unprepared,' thought Semper as he saw the baroque outlines of the first wave of Chaos vessels highlighted by the harsh light of Stranovar's star. The ship shuddered under the impact of the blasts detonating against its void shields. Semper looked to Elante for confirmation of what he already knew. Stray shots, nodded the First Officer. They're going after the Nevsky, and we just happen to be in the line of fire. Bring us about! ''We'll protect the flagship with our own guns until it has cleared space dock,'' Semper ordered, already recognising the futility of this manoeuvre. The Nevsky could not engage its void shields while in space dock, and a ship of that size and age needed time, too much time, to power up its engines and weapons batteries. Tsar Nevsky was a sitting target, and everyone on the command deck knew it. Semper held on to a deck rail as the long bulk of the Mercurius swung ponderously round in space, bringing the scene in orbit around Stranivar into sharp focus. Explosions and energy beams filled the void as the Chaos ships, all fast escort Sempasaur, savaged battlegroup Stranivar. He saw one Lunar-class cruiser explode, falling to the incandescent fury of several plasma torpedo hits mid-ship as it struggled to clear space dock. One of its sister ships avoided a similar fate, by going to full thrusters and smashing its way out of space dock, violently severing its still-attached umbilicus. In the light of the explosion, Semper could see a cloud of debris spreading from the fractured access way, and he knew it was those trapped inside the umbilicus spilling out into hard vacuum. Elsewhere, a munitions platform disintegrated in a spectacular fireball, the blast annihilating everything around it. And then there was the Nevsky. Caught helpless in space dock, as deadly energy lances punched deep wounds into its hull. Suddenly he saw a group of free chaos raiders racing alongside the Macarius, heading for the stricken flagship. At his command, the weapons of the Macarius opened fire as one. The lead raider exploded in a hail of macro shells and las blasts as they passed across the prow. The other two were forced to break off their attack and evade sharply as the Macarius sent a spread of torpedoes rocketing towards them. Semper allowed himself a grim smile of satisfaction as he saw one of the missiles erupt into smaller warheads, catching one of the targets in a storm of fiery detonations. A shout from Alante brought him back to his duties. The Nevsky, sir! She's dying! The sight was both awesome and terrifying. The Nevsky... In its death froze, as a long series of internal explosions ripped through her hull, Semper saw its port side split open and a long plume of white hot plasma erupt out into space. He knew then that he only had seconds to save his own vessel. Core breach! He screamed at his ashen faced command crew. Hard to starboard and divert all power to Void Shields! First came the light. Brilliant! and searing, and then the darkness, as the photochromatic filters of the command deck's viewing ports turned pure black to protect the crew inside. After that came the blast wave, overloading the void shields and lashing against the hull of the ship. Semper picked himself up from the deck, wondering why he didn't hide himself away inside an armoured command shell, as so many other captains did. And ordered the viewing filters off, stealing himself for the sight outside. The Nevsky was gone. All that remained of it were several huge, still-burning fragments, which were slowly sinking down into the gravity well of Stranivar, where they would satellite city-sized bonfires that would probably burn for months. Semper sensed the presence of his first officer. The raiders are retreating back into the warp, sir, reported Ulante. Estimate about half the battle group has survived, although none of us are space-worthy enough to go after them. The young Necromundian paused, lost for words to describe the scale of the disaster. The... the Nevsky. That seems to be what they were after. A hit-and-run attack on the flagship. Semper stared out into the starfield of open space, trying to imagine the conflict to come. This was no hit and run raid. This was a first strike. The opening shots of a full blown war. I pray to the Emperor I'm wrong, Mr. Olante. But I fear there is worse. Far worse to come. Ah, good to be back with Leotin Semper and the Lord Solar Macarius. So, this is uh, the first ever short story involving them, the first ever story with them a sort of pilot, if you will, a prequel to the first novel, Execution Hour. And there's links in the description below if you're interested in listening to those. But yeah, I was made aware that two short stories exist outside of the novels, and I figured I'd go and track them down, which I did. I managed to find on eBay an old copy of this Battlefleet Gothic sort of uh, White Wolf article compendium, which happened to have two of the short stories in there, which is a lot easier than me trying to find... The old copies of white dwarf somewhere and i feel a bit dirty buying old copies of white dwarf i'll be honest i'd rather buy this so you know i got rid of my white Dwarfs years ago because there's just a stack so high so buying new buying them back seems wrong to me anyway i hope you did enjoy this it's uh, a good you know first glance at what the execution hour and shadow point novels will be there's another short story coming soon called wolf pack thank you to everybody supporting the channel do hope um, you enjoyed this, and uh, yeah, to everybody supporting the channel, you can see your names going by here. If you would like to support the channel, please consider becoming a YouTube member, a patron, a patron on Patreon, or a subscriber on Subscribestar. Either of those options is fantastic and really helps me out. But that's all I've got to say now. Thank you all ever so much, and um, I'll be back again with more stuff soon. I'll be doing the other short story, Wolfpack, and uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this. The first, the first ever bit of the uh, Lord Solar Macarius saga, the Battlefleet Gothic saga. So yeah, thanks very much for watching and I'll see you again soon. Cheers. Bye-bye.